Get Real with Lisa Crown podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to roll out an incredible interview I have with a fantastic national coach who specializes in uh, mortgage brokers, also a podcaster. He does mortgage marketing radio. He's had over 300,000 downloads. He's also an author of Disrupt or Die. He's a dad. He is so smart and talented. He's going to share his words of wisdom today with us. So check out this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to have on my podcast and get real today with Jeff Zimfer is a former national sales trainer for Tony Robbins. Actually, in 2003, he shifted into real estate and became a mortgage originator, consistently closing over 120 purchase loans every year for more than a decade, which I love. He's helped mortgage and real estate professionals grow their social media and personal brand. He hosts the top-rated mortgage marketing radio podcast with over 300,000 downloads, and he's an author of a book called Disrupt or Die, How to Survive and Thrive in the Digital Real Estate Shift. Dad of two, what else can you, can't you do? Come on now, give it up for Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know you had a live studio audience today. I Thank do, you. I do. You know, that's how we roll. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you for being here. Love the energy. Oh, aren't you so sweet? I'm so happy to have you today, Jeff. Um, so nice getting to know you and, uh, you know, having you be a guest speaker to a lot of my elite club and different things that I've been doing around the nation and have you a part of that. Your energy and expertise and wisdom uh, um, has just been infectious and people mm. love you. Okay, uh, just wanted to tell you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So I wanted to dive in. I've got a lot of great questions for you today. So I hope you're ready to get real today. I am ready. Let's go. I got my energy drink spiked up here. So bring it on. <laughs> so you're ready to rock. All right, first yeah. question for you, my friend. You're a very interesting dude, right? You do a lot of cool things. And one that really stands out for me is that you wrote a book that just the name is just wins me over right i don't even have to read it just listening to your title of course i read it but just listening to the title disrupt or die give us a little color as to your motivation behind writing this book yeah great question um so what's been happening as i you know had shifted my role from a mortgage originator to what i think is more my passion which is you know training teaching coaching having a heart of a teacher um you know i started doing a lot of classes, teaching educational classes to people in the real estate industry across the nation. And uh, oh, particularly over the last three years, I really saw, um, as we discussed, like digital coming in and people embracing social media and video or not, I really saw this tremendous reluctance from a lot of people out there uh, and some fear, uncertainty, and all this. And then in some cases, just disbelief that they didn't believe it was going to affect them personally, because we've been hearing about it for years, right? And but so it just dawned on me that this became something that people needed help with. And so uh, I guess that's part of what I do, right? I try, I recognize where do people need help and try and deliver solutions. So for me, the one version of the solution is the book, which I wanted to address the first, you know, part of the challenge I saw, which is people perhaps um, need to be aware of what's actually behind the digital real estate shift. Like this isn't just talk, right? This, this isn't just like, oh, let's talk about this because it's the next cool widget. This is something that's real, right? And I think if you get agents um, to, to be truthful about it, they see it, they feel it. The problem is, is they don't necessarily know how to pivot and adapt and embrace it, or they have a lot of stuff in their way 
that prevents them from making those shifts, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, I, I'm obsessed with the word disrupt because <laughs> I really feel that that's, that's the one that gets people just lodged out of their comfort zone. In fact, I did a program called uh, the revenue disruptor. You know, you want to disrupt your revenue. It's a whole tactical approach to get there, but it's, it's really in the name, you know, and, and your right. name is captivating, you know, so I highly recommend the book. Those of you that are listening and you do have a website, disrupt or die, you know, get disrupt or die.com, mm -hmm. which I love. So you can always access it there, but um, I love your messaging and theory behind that. So thank you. Great share. Um, my next question to you is what's your best advice to salespeople during the continuation of this shelter in place and like the new rules being put in place? Like, what do you, what is your advice? A lot of the people that are, listen to get real with Lisa crown are salespeople. Yeah. So, and whether they be title sales or their loan officers or agents or whatever. Um, and, and then there's just, people listening that aren't even in sales, you know, it's just what, what advice, what's your best advice right now for people in sales? Well, some of my best advice I have to be honest, I got from you and your podcast, with, which honestly was like what you, you, you kind of set it straight when you talked about, you know, first and foremost, uh, check your mindset, you know, uh, and you reminded me of the importance of having a morning ritual. As I had gotten away from that for some time, I'm looking over at my desk over here, I have the five minute journal. And that's what I had been using for some time got away from it, um, got lazy, you know, COVID, I think kicked us all off our normal routine. Mm -hmm. um, the hair started, the beard started growing, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> we weren't showing up for success, right? <laughs> exactly. And so we're like, ah, it doesn't matter if I don't dress up. That's okay. I'll wear slippers today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're doing this yeah. whole like, you know, whatever. We're not like our normal selves. So to answer your question, I think number one is, I agree with you wholeheartedly, is you need to have a, some type of a morning ritual that prepares you mentally, physically, whatever that is. If it's, if it's prayers, meditation, working out, you know, taking a walk, I don't know, come up with your thing, right? That gets you in the right mindset, because you know this as well as anybody. If you don't take care of you, you can't take care of anybody else. That's right. So, and along with that, let's just face it, this COVID thing was like, well, I don't know if about you, but... Um, it's challenging, right? Mm -hmm. At times, I mean, an emotional roller coaster. Uh -huh. I've never, we've never really had to deal with this. So some days we're cool. Other days we're like, what the hell is going on, right? Oh, totally. Kind of reminds me of the picture you have going in the background, where it's uh, all just swirly everywhere. You know, um, success versus reality. You know, the reality is, it's like we're on a roller coaster going, you know, 90 miles an hour and it's just not stopping. And sometimes when we think we're slowing down, like, oh, we're going to get off. It's like, yeah. and then we're down a twist and a turn and a, you know, uh, you know, swooping around. I mean, the, that's been these past few weeks. We don't know this, you know, mm. talk about disruptor dying. Like if right. you're not, if you're not willing to adjust and shift in mm. this circumstance, I don't know what, and I'm going to tell you as your one takeaway to say that it's to do the miracle morning. I think it's brilliant. I was inspired by Hal Elrod yeah. who writes an incredible book, miracle morning. He also has the miracle morning, real estate agent, real miracle morning sales executive. Right. Um, and I did a podcast actually called untouchable morning mm. because I really felt in order for you to have that miracle morning done, it has to be considered your untouchable morning, meaning everything has to go to voicemail. You can't look at texts and emails and get distracted and get off your green. Like you got to get in the zone. So, yeah. so glad you brought that up because it goes to show, you know, you guys, even a guy who's 
doing all that he's doing with his full plate, he's still making time for that miracle morning, which I love. Well, I don't want to leave the scene of this discussion because really, again, uh, and I'm not saying this just because you're gracious enough to have me on your podcast. It's true. When you and I originally got connected, I obviously saw that you had a podcast. I turned, tuned in. And then you, part two of what you discussed about on that particular session was uh, your calendar matters mm -hmm. as well right? And structuring your day and things like that. And so my um, uh, enhancement, if you will, or contribution to the calendar is uh, what, what I see in coaching people is that there's two buckets or two zones people fall in or should be spending their time in throughout the day is one's the income zone, right? Which income zone is conversations with potential clients, past clients, fear of influence, all that kind of stuff, calls, actually talking to people. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second bucket is the exposure zone, which is like the old joke with real estate agents is, you know, are you a secret agent? You know, does anybody know? <laughs> Shh, quiet, don't tell them, right? It's like, dude, you gotta be out there. You have to put your face and your voice and the personal brand, even though it's a cliche and it's overused, it's true. Um, you know, it's, it gets, I think of this quote that, uh, what's his name? Seth Godin talked about, familiarity and showing up repeatedly over and over again, what that builds is ultimately trust. And that's the name of the game today when it comes to like awareness and showing up. Um, are you showing up? Do you exist? How many people would recognize you as an agent, title rep, mortgage professional, whatever in your local area? And if you've got to keep like, you know, here's who I am, here's what I do. Now's the time to show up and be of service uh, for your sphere of influence. Yeah, I, I would say I tell people you need a campaign like you're running for the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Shock and awe. You are going all in and you mm -hmm. are exposed, exposed, exposed. Even to the, I wanted to get to the point where you're questioning if it's too much. Yes. Because yes. we're not seeing people virtually. So it's like, yes. Mm -hmm. And then time blocking, I'm obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. You know, really, when I want to get down and dirty in these podcasts and talk about <laughs> it, it's just a, I'm pounding up, you know, because the time block is the core. And every time yeah. you feel shook off or you're, you know, you're, you're not in, in the zone or in your game, it's because your core isn't centered and that's go back to your time block. Yep. And that yep. is, we can spin out on that for hours. It makes me want to ask you a question about why do you think do. people, why do you, cause I, I am the same way. I preach the same, but why do people resist the time block? Right. I'm sure you've had people push back on it. Here's the way they resist. Mm -hmm. People feel like they're title doctors, loan officer doctors, real estate doctors where they got to stop, drop, roll to everything that dings, pings, does this, a squirrel. <laughs> what do you need? A shiny object. Let me touch you. Oh my God. Like someone rides a bike. Oh, I need to get a bike. Let me Amazon bikes. <laughs> it's this, that this is what is going on squirrel. in that. Mm -hmm. And so I am working aimlessly on helping people develop the focus bone. Okay. The yeah. problem is the bone has been disconnected or dislodged for eons. <laughs> okay. So because of that, yeah. it is needing to start a habit from day one, which is uncomfortable, which doesn't feel good. It's easier right. to get distracted, blah, yep. blah, blah. And so right. I put these tactical things in place that I'm working with people to know it takes 21 days to see the effect. Mm -hmm. up to 65 days for the click, mm. right? So you mm -hmm. have to be doing this as a practice every single time. Me, I'm still in the practice and I've got it yeah. down. But yeah. the reality is 
in the middle of our podcast, ding, ding, ding. I can say right now, hey, put, we're going to hold this and hey, DJ, edit this out. Let me take this call over here and da, da, da right? It's a, it's a constant state of making decisions and your decisions stem from your want. All right. Can and I ask you another question? Yes. Cause well, you wait, I... let me finish this thought. <laughs> when you're clear on your want and yeah. the want is in front of your face, yeah. clear, intentional want, not big mm -hmm. one. Like, Oh, I want to live in a mansion. Let's mm -hmm. get realistic. Want mm -hmm. you really want that does it for you. That's what helps you when you're making the decision to answer the phone or not. It's does this help or hurt into the want? It's, it's a whole thing. Go ahead. Next question. How do you deal with the common objection or question or dilemma that I have with people in our space, real estate is, um, the, the, the feel the need to, like you said, respond in the moment, drop everything. Oh my gosh, I have this call coming in from this agent. If I don't take this, right? How do you coach people through that? It's a practice. You have to try it. Let it go to voicemail. They will live. I guarantee you we're not doing open heart surgery friends. Okay. And that's the, the part that we need to get. And it, let me tell you, it's uncomfortable. It's painful. We're going to question our choices and all these things, right. but ultimately it moves the needle. What happens is we coach. I love coach. I love a uh, podcast right now doing this with you. Yeah. you know, coaching a coach, you know, like that we're doing this with each other. I love so much. It was so fun on your podcast too. It's like, the reality is, is that we are, we are teaching them a new practice mm -hmm. and the practice goes into play mm -hmm. and that's where you start. And look, maybe you had 10 distractions today. I'm yeah. saying ignore three, see how that goes. Mm. Start it small. See what happens is people get in their mind. You got to stop all distractions immediately. Right. Don't take on one. Right. No, mm. I want you to start a, to start looking at it through progress. Yes. Little by little, put it to voicemail. See how you do. It's very empowering. Mm. It's like, yeah. like shoulders back, chest up a bit like a rooster. You know, like, by oh actually God. taking control of your day. Yes. yes. <laughs> that to me, I love that feeling. Not letting people wrap around my neck and choke me. And don't get me wrong. They're important. All the texts and bings and tings, all the ones coming in right now when we're podcasting are important. Right. They have to wait. I right. am fully present right now. Let me tell you, being in the present moment mm -hmm. is the ultimate gift as a human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's kind of like, I can't remember the full saying, but it's like, hey, be worth waiting for. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh, chill. There's, there's a, there's a part chill. of that, but, but it's like, you know, don't just, don't, just don't be on demand. Be worth waiting for. Oh, I love, you know? Yeah. Um, circle so that, that in there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good advice. I and love it's that. A, it's Let a me... one people struggle for. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, sure. That's a good answer. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Here's my next question for you. Okay. Love right. your podcast. Actually, mm -hmm. it's more like a show. Your podcast so fun. I literally want to go every day. Um, <laughs> so besides me being your favorite on there, just yes, kidding. Yes, my all-time favorite. All-time favorite. How about we go? Wow! <laughs> uh, all-time favorite. There we go. I love everything about that. Who was the most interesting person you've interviewed and why? What was your biggest oh, takeaway? That is a hard question. That is a hard question. The most interesting person I've interviewed. Who struck your fancy? Mm, God, that's, I, I, that's really hard because I really, I'm very, um, I'm selective with, with who I have on. You should know. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, 
I just mean that, right? Because I ultimately, I, I filter everything through how do I serve? Is this going to serve the audience, right? Um, now, granted, you know, maybe uh, I like, it's funny. I think about this in the context of your favorite band or whatever. Look, is every single song on their album a hit? No, right? But I'm trying to produce the hits. You know what I mean? So that's a long-winded way to allow me to think about your answer. That's cool. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> you have do, 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 Yeah, do, yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. Let's, Let's see. Mm. Most, most interesting. All right. So I don't know. Can I answer it this way? Tomorrow I'm having a guest on. That could be the person. However, um, to me, the most interesting, and I, I'll tell you who it is if you want. I do. Okay, so her name is Shay Robottom. I don't know if you know her. She is a mega LinkedIn influencer uh, mm -hmm. who has over, I think, 500,000 followers on LinkedIn or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, she's blown up in a big way with video on LinkedIn. She does a lot of the humorous type videos, a lot of the jump cut videos. Um, and so she helps executives and leaders and people like that, right, uh, get clients and, you know, become influencers on LinkedIn. And uh, um, I've been following her for some time, invested in her, her bootcamp program and so forth. And so um, got to know her at a certain level. Mm. And so she's just got a very interesting background and a very interesting approach to content on LinkedIn. So I, I caveat for that, but, but let me go back to like how I can give you something more tangible of an answer. To me, the most interesting thing about the people that I have interviewed, which has largely been mortgage originators and, and, and related in fields, um, has been the diversity. It's, it's funny, like, you know this as well in real estate and title, uh, like everybody wants to know the secret. What's the one thing? Like, what does he do? What does she do? And you gotta be here and you gotta do this. And what I've found that's most interesting to me is, you know what, man, there's like a hundred different ways to succeed in this business. Yeah. There's not just one way, you know? And what might be right for someone over here might not be right for that person over there. Mm -hmm. And so while there is a, a playbook to a degree, success leaves clues, yes, um, but it's not the same prescription for everybody. And that to me, begin being naturally curious, why I started the podcast is, to be, to, to be honest with you, I wanted to, 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 to can, is there a curse rule on your podcast? No, cuss. <laughs> That's the I rule. I wanted to call bullshit on all the stuff I was seeing out there about people saying, you've got to do this, you've got to be here, and voice is the next big thing, and you need this and that. And I'm like, hold on, time out, right? Are you telling me that if, and I asked this question of Tom Ferry once, so Tom Ferry is one of the more interesting people I've had on, um, but I asked him, I go, so, so Tom, what's your take? Do you think that if somebody doesn't get on video and doesn't do video, that they're not going to succeed as a real estate agent? And he said, no, I don't think that's true, comma. However, here's what I think. What else could they be doing if they did, right? Get on video. Right. And what could their business look like, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, and that's part of the reason why, I, I, you know, another reason why I wrote the book here is because I, um, I also wanted to bring to the surface stories of people who, we're succeeding, even though the book is, you know, this, this digital disruption, to show examples of people who, believe it or not, are succeeding with direct mail. Um, cold calling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Still succeeding with cold calling. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, that's a long way, like, road to answer the question. But to me, the most interesting thing is getting to the truth. <laughs> How's that sound? 
Uh, that sounds like the name of my podcast. Get real. <laughs> there you real. go. Nobody Let's wants get to real. On this thing. Right. That's the whole reason I did it. That was my inspiration on doing my podcast was I just, I want to be real with my audience. I want my people that I'm interviewing to be real. Bring us the juice. Bring us yeah. the truth. Like what mm -hmm. is really going on? Fluff to zero for me. You know, that, that's, that's a big thing. So I love that. And you I, know what? There's a guy in my book, a realtor, who, who makes half a million dollars a year cold calling. Okay? It yeah. works. Now, it does, does it work equally well in every area? No. But that's my, part of my saying is, you know, everything works, but everything doesn't work equally well for everybody everywhere all the time. Yeah. So that's where you need to pivot and adjust accordingly. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Great answer. I'll take yeah. it. All right. Hey, so you in your experience coaching, you know, you're working with a lot of loan officers. That's a big, you know, um, expertise of yours right now. You know, I would just say in our circumstance, what are three things that people should be focusing in on? Hmm. Uh, number one, leading with education. Uh, as a mortgage, let's just take mortgage originators per se. Um, it's true for everybody really, but uh, so leading with education, what I mean by that is, especially in the situation we are in and kind of coming out of, you know, COVID and the, just everything that that's affected, but also the, the um, you know, what's happening in the mortgage markets with forbearance and, you know, the uncertainty about the housing market and the unemployment and all that kind of stuff. Consumers have a lot of questions and uncertainty. And so what they need is, I say they need two things. They need context to make sense of it all. And they need confidence so they can make a decision about how to feel and what to do. So how do you do that? Uh, you do that, I believe, not through doing what most people do on average is just, you know, quote rates and fees or just like now's a great time to buy or sell. Really? Why? Because you say so? Okay. Um, I believe you should back it up with data that demonstrates that, you know, this mar market is not like 2008, that the uh, housing market actually is quite solid and that the future, the forecast looking forward is bright, but you've got to back that up with actual data. Um, so that's why I'm a big believer in using data and research and charts and graphs, wherever you get it from. I'm a big fan of keeping current matters, um, you know, to, to present that kind of data to people so they can make an educated decision that will um, help them make a choice about what to do. I like that a lot. Right. Those are great things. I hope you guys have a paper and a pen. You're writing down some of these nuggets. He's dishing them out, folks. Um, here's my next question. I like to throw a curveball. So here comes a curveball for you. Yeah. What do you know for sure? Uh, what do I know for sure? That's a good, a lot of thoughts just ran through my head, but <laughs> I've, so I've, fil I've filtered them. Huh? What's catch that? Em. Catch them. Catch them. Catch them. Catch some thoughts. Catch some thoughts. What I know for sure is I'm just figuring this thing out along the way. I don't, I don't know everything. Uh, I'm trying to learn from other people and learn along the way and apply those principles. Um, I know a lot of other people um, know a hell of a lot more than I do. Um, and, I, and hopefully I can hang around them, right? People like you and other people. Um, well, here's, an, here's another thing I know. I know that whoever's listening right now, that you are worthy of all the success, all that is divinely your right available to you in the world, in the universe, if you're just willing to embrace it and accept it. That's what I know for sure. I'm gonna stand up. <laughs> 
Where's the hold up? <laughs> that you know, I mean, honestly, I you never know what you're gonna get. But to me, I feel like to address a crowd, even in a two-second question, to tell them like you're worthy of that. Like I, I feel a little choked up for some. Yeah. I feel like I want to cry a little bit, and because it's, <laughs> it's you know we. I think as we're products of our past and I think mm. growing up and the generations, some of our generational time, yeah. right. um, that was something that was definitely missing, you know, where people had to figure that out through life. And I do love the generation now where to mm. me, I, I, I tell my daughter, you're so beautiful and you're doing such a great job. And mom's so yeah. proud of you, you know, right. when she really deserves it. I'm not feeling it just, right. to it. I really do fake. feel it's an important part you know, and also giving honest feedback. Like, I just feel like it's such a big, important part because a lot of that was missing for me in my life. So anyway, that answer gave me chills and you're absolutely right. And listeners, that was a big one. Sometimes we don't unlock our full potential because we're so in this guy shot down or feared or just really, really scared of the outcome if it doesn't nail it perfectly. Well, it's, it's easy to, you know, it's funny because I've been here on the opposite side of this as well. Here's this guy or gal with a book or whatever and got a podcast and, oh my God, really must have their act together. No, no, actually, <laughs> right? Pretty screwed up, um, making mistakes all the time, every day. Every um, day. Have the imposter syndrome, you know, thinking like, who the hell are you to publish this book called Disruptor? Dude, what do you, what do you, who, what have you done in comparison to, right? And that's the problem. We get into comparison mode, yeah. right? We compare like um, uh, uh, somebody's fourth quarter to our, you know, first quarter, right? And so none of that matters. It's the journey that you're on. As long as you continue to move forward, yes, learn all along the way, but just you deserve it as much as anybody else. I agree with that so yeah. much. And we're all making mistakes. You know, something in my career early on when I got in the 90s into the title business and I was a title sales executive, the people around me, it was very big messaging about do this perfect, do it right. When you call, they're loyal to someone. If you don't nail it, you're out. Don't ever call them again. It's done. You be perfect. Know this perfect is what I felt. I don't know if those were the exact words, but the energy or what my consumption was, was <laughs> do this job perfect if you want success. Right. That was such a true anchor though. I grew, it was rough and tough. And that to me, what I want to free people from is my advice, just like Jeff is make mistakes today. Go screw yeah. it up, go yeah. try, give it a whirl, practice. I mean, put yourself out there, do shit for free, do stuff that you right. charge. Like I just, I want to encompass literally feeling like there is like the world's your oyster. You know, people always say the sky's the limit. I go, the sky's not even the limit. Mm. Don't have anything over your head. Let's just mm. do this. Like, just be you. Yeah. Do you and try. And honestly, if we could overcome the fear thing, Jeff, we're going to, I'm telling it's you. It's the number one thing that keeps, that stops people is fear, right? Because they fear, I don't, uh, uh, um, like I was coaching somebody the other day who has an assistant and we're going through the disc profile. And what it said in the disc profile for this individual is his number one fear was looking bad in other people's eyes, right? Screwing up. And, he get, and when that happens, he literally goes from zero to 60, gets offensive, gets defend, you know, aggressive, angry, and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, so he has it at a higher degree, but everybody's got, everybody wants to look at, we don't want to look stupid, right? I get that. But here's the difference is the people who 
are wherever you're looking. You know, take Tony Robbins, for example. Listen, listen I was around Tony Robbins 30 years ago. Okay. And so I got exposed to some of the stuff early on. And then even looking back at some of the videos and photos from before that, before he had perfect teeth. Okay. Um, let me tell you, the guy screwed up all the time. The guy failed his way forward. He right. learned and adjusted, learned and adjusted and grew and read and got the information and knowledge. And it was only through years and years and years and years. If you watch that documentary of him, yes. right? He says, I created this guy, Tony, he created it right by simply continuing to evolve. And that's what, isn't that what life is about? We evolve, hopefully. It grow. is. It's and the willingness yeah, to right. make that mistake. It's the willingness to not look good. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's that, the acceptance of, hey, I may look stupid. Right. But that you own it. My thing is people ask me, how do you do that? Like I just had an incident recently. I did a big divisional meeting, bunch of managers on the call. And I was speaking and I said, I want you guys to get a book called Relentless by Tim. Oh, yeah. Love it. Went, oh, it. I love yeah. that book, Jeff. Mm -hmm. I just love it because it just gets inside and it's real. And right. you know what? Tim was their coach for Kobe mm -hmm. Bryant, Dwayne Wade, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Like you want to hear what that guy has to say. I'm sorry. You yeah. might not think of his methodology. You might not think like that. Think about it, dude. Like Michael Jordan's a go. I mean, the right. reality is, we're talking to a guy who worked with the most relentless human being in sports history, blah, 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 right? And I'm so pumped up and I'm giving the passion and I'm doing my thing. And the room goes, oh, I'm, I'm listening. I'm watching it. Done. We have a meeting two weeks later. So I come back. How's the book? And the biggest guy in the room goes, that book sucked. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. No. And like, in that moment, mm. it was a moment where it's yeah. like, this is a universal life test. And in that moment, I said, you know what? It doesn't change me being a great coach. It doesn't change me having this great podcast. It doesn't change me giving advice. I'm not not worthy of giving book recommendations. And the reality is not everyone's going to love it. And in that moment, I said, great. I'd love to hear why. Yeah. And what I found was just being a curious joy. I was curious about it. Right. And I was totally okay. Didn't bother me. I didn't get the, I, you know, I could... I envision like all of a sudden I shrunk as the size of a pea in a chair with legs, like, mm. uh oh. But then the other part of me got back in my body and said, it's okay. You enjoyed it and you're totally entitled to it. Doesn't rock you off a corpse. So, anyway, that was kind of a little bit of how you do the practice in that moment. You just remember it's okay. Yeah. It's all going to be okay. It's yeah, a big and one. Then, and, and if you can get to this point in life where you realize you're not going to make everybody happy. Um, and the world is diverse with different people, tastes, interests, and preferences, and you're not out. You know, it's, here's a good one. Well, my, my coach said to me once, you know, with coaching people and stuff and working with leaders um, and struggling to do that, struggling to get attention, get response from people and buy-in. You know what he said to me? I'll never forget. It was one of the greatest, like, lessons in five seconds. He said, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That hit me. I was just like, damn it. Yeah. That's right. Because there are plenty of people out there who will connect with you, your message, your vibe, who you're about. And those are the people for you. The other people, God bless them, but somebody else is for them. That's it. Right. I mean, yeah. same thing like in relationships too. I mean, it's yeah. just the same. That's the same kind of model, you know? And, and people ask me too, when I was a sales executive, like, who wouldn't use you coach? I said, there were people that didn't use me. What are you kidding? <laughs> I tried everything. Thing. I could put gold bars on a, a platter. It was a no. Like it didn't, right. I can give them a free title policy. It was a no. Like for them, there wasn't a click there. And part of that 
help me get better and stronger. I'm actually so grateful to the people who don't use me. Yeah. You know, I can't even believe the lessons that came out of that and how they pushed me to keep opening doors of possibility. I'm still, we're still growing today. I just love it. I love that mm. whole process. Um, next thing, I know you're a social media guru in the real estate space. What should salespeople be doing uh, to find the most success in this in these platforms? Like, what do you really? What's really important messaging you want to share about social media? Hmm. Um, man, those are good questions. These are like individual classes in and of themselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think so. It's funny, and again, this comes back to like what what the the driver was for. Like I said, um, my my self proclaimed title for my podcast is Chief Truth Teller, right? Because mm. I want to tell the truth and. It, my answer to, to your question varies a little bit upon the person who's asking me, right? So, but in general, I would say, um, number one, if you're struggling with like how to succeed on social media or whatever, right? Uh, I, I say, first of all, go with the platform you enjoy. So, um, but there's a lot of people who tell you, you got to be everywhere, right? Well, no, you don't, because uh, you can't be everywhere and do it well, um, unless you have a team. So where do you already hang out? Maybe, hopefully somewhere. Um, and that, that does cause me a little bit of concern because I have actually had conversations with loan officers in the past. Like I was doing this class once, this webinar, talking about Facebook and all of a sudden this guy blows up in the comments. He's like, uh, yeah, well, I've been doing this business 15 years. Why the hell do I need to be on Facebook? And, you know, and I'm still doing fine. And I'm like, oh, right, that's cool, man. Listen, well, how about like in the next five years, right? Do you still want to be in business? So it wasn't the point of like, it's Facebook. It's look, where's the attention today, right? Uh, it's online and it's on social media for sure. But as I said earlier, that doesn't mean some of the older school stuff doesn't work. It just means like I interviewed this agent up in um, the Bay Area, Alex Wang, just awesome guy, um, 85 million, I think in the year that I interviewed him, uh, he took to heart the concept of being the digital mayor, right, from Gary Vaynerchuk. Well, um, within at the end of that year that he applied that, he told me, forget the exact stats, it's in the book, but of the 85 million he did, over 50% of it came exclusively from people engaging with him online. So, I mean, that's $40 million in business, right? That showed up just because he showed up online and consistently produced content over and over again. Um, I, I use the word digital mayor a lot, so it sounds a little bit too played out in my head, um, <laughs> but I do think it's relevant and it makes the point that who knows the mayor in your town? Everybody, to use that old cliche, right? Obviously, in New York City, that might be different. Everybody knows the mayor, but not knows the mayor, right? I'm saying you want to have that same level of awareness if you're in real estate um, so that people recognize you. Ooh, I back like to, that. Back to that familiarity thing. Are you showing up, right? Because like Alex told me, the, the agent, he said, social media online, that's the new yellow pages. And if I can't look you up, how do I know you're real? Right. I love that. That's no, presence, show up, presence, be there. And, and uh, this is, I stole this from Gary Vee. Social media doesn't care, doesn't give a shit about your opinion about social media, okay? It's going to co continue. It will continue to grow. Whether you like it or not, or you think Facebook is stupid or whatever, you focus on, oh, everybody gets political ranted and all that. It doesn't matter, okay? It's going to continue. I agree. And Gary Vee's my boyfriend. I don't know if he's <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> um, I have to, sorry, Ryan, that my husband's a DJ. Um, I, I love him. 
Yeah. You know what I love him for? And if he's listening to this podcast one day, he just might. Yeah. Gary, this one's for you. You freed my soul, buddy, when you said, make mistakes today. And that was my biggest takeaway listening to him and his whole deal about judgment. That was so massive. Yeah. Um, and it's changed a lot of people's um, points of view and, and, and vibe around the nation because I keep pressing that in because it was something that really resonated for me. So anyway, thanks for bringing him up. Mm -hmm. Okay, and close, because I know you got to go yeah. back to your awesome world. I just want to say, so you're a dad, you've got two kids. I think one's graduating. Is that fair to say? As a matter of fact, yeah, he's over here in his, uh, what do you call that thing again? The gown, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's ready. Cap and gown, right, yeah. Cap on. Okay, yep. very yep. good. Is Friday. the hustle to the right? Because we gotta, mm -hmm. we're going to launch this hat here in a second. What's right your on. best advice to your son as he goes into the career world? Wow, you have good questions. Thanks. Um, it, it's, it's, it mirrors a little bit of what we said already, um, and that is the be willing to fail. Be willing to try and fail and recognize that that's part of the process and be okay with it. I think that's like my, the biggest, and also be curious. Like, okay, so I tell my younger one, the other one's going to be 16 soon. Um, I tell him, dude, kick open doors, turn rocks over, go be curious, yeah. learn stuff. Cause that's how you figure out what you like. So that's, the two biggest things that come to mind for me. Love both of those answers. <clears throat> in my coaching program, I dive into the curious George. Yeah, I, like I love the it. Image the character. Like you should yeah. get him a little curious George. Like idea. sits on the car because yeah. that's the reminder. Our brains like mm. the visualizations of these things to remind him. Like be like curious George. He was so curious. He was so like getting into everything because he wanted to know. And that yeah. knowledge is power. Yeah. Um, and never be afraid to ask dumb questions, you guys. And I would give that advice to your son as well. Journeying on, it's like every question is a good one. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so, it's so interesting as a coach, how I hear people going, coach, I'm going to preface, this is kind of a dumb question. All right. I'm probably the last <laughs> one to ask you that, you know, I probably shouldn't be asking you this, you know, those kinds of things. I just want to right. say, ask away, yeah. ask away. So, so ask smart. away. Hey, one last thing I want to add to it. One, one more thing, if I can add to it. And I got to give credit to my mom for this. If she's ever listening to the podcast, okay. Cause, cause she told me many, many years ago, and I thought she was, you know, full of it as a teenager. Um, and, and her actual saying was show me who you go with and I'll tell you what you are. And so my version of that advice to my kids is like, you know, choose your friends wisely, right? Yeah. Because you're going to become the habits, the people that you spend, what they have you listening to and doing and things like that. Be aware of that because those subtle influences, it happened to me personally, getting, you know, wrong crowd and all that kind of stuff, younger, get you down a road that's not really your best road. So keep your radar up for that too. Oh, I love that. That is mom. Great advice. I yep. like that a lot. It's like, yep. don't they say you are what you eat? So like, <laughs> right, like your food, yeah. it just dictates your, your health and your body and your whole thing, but you are who you hang with. And that's sure. yeah. really important. They always say like, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room, folks. Yeah. Right. Not cool. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, I don't want to let you go, but I got to let you go. Yeah. yeah um, if you could just close out and tell us how can we find your book and connect to you and all that, then uh, we'll take it off from here. Sure. The book is on Amazon, so you can go there and get it yourself if you want, uh, or you can go to getdisruptordie.com. And I'm actually doing something where uh, I will 
give you the book for free and just pay for shipping if you prefer that as an option. So you save a few bucks there. But either way, if you want to get the book, it's up to you. Go to Amazon. Uh, it does come with a companion course for free, which is mm. a lot of interviews that I've done um, just for the book. Um, like I have, I have Karen Carr in there, who's a successful realtor on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've got people that are Facebook experts. I've got uh, lead conversion and generation experts. So a lot of other, you know, and there's downloads. It, it just goes along with the book. So uh, awesome. that's the two places you can find it. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, your words of wisdom and gracing us with your presence today. It was absolutely phenomenal. I had so much fun and I know our crowd did too. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. Thank you. Thanks. Wow. What a great podcast, Jeff. Thank you so much for your time today, guys. Don't forget to check out mortgage marketing radio, uh, with Jeff Zimper. He's fantastic. I appreciate all your insight today. Um, and nuggets and best practices and laughs, of course, uh, you're fantastic. Looking forward to interviewing you again down the road. And thank you guys so much for listening. DJ kick us off something pretty fantastic to, uh, close out this awesome episode. Thanks.